Hi and welcome back to the Shining Light podcast. Today we're shining light on the fruits of the spirit. The Bible passage of today is Galatians 5:22. Actually, before I start, I just want to say um hi. I hope you're all doing well. I think the last time I put an episode out was in August. Um in September I was just like yeah, I was like moving and I was a bit busy and I know that shouldn't really be an excuse but in reality like you know sometimes you have stuff to do and I genuinely just didn't I partially didn't plan my time well enough so unfortunately there was no episode in September but I don't know if this is going to come out in September maybe it'll come out in October I'm not too sure but yes but there was a playlist I released in the middle of I released as if I'm a musician I put out I made in September just as like songs from the summer I kind of named it like what do I call it like songs that made the backing track of my summer basically because summer 22 summer 2022 was great I hope you all had a great summer we're probably like into autumn slash winter now which is exciting like if you're into like fashion and stuff it's like oh autumn winter clothes are finally back and all of that if you're not into fashion yeah it's still autumn and winter for you too so i hope you're enjoying um autumn winter if you're in school i hope you're enjoying your new school year if you've started a new school year if you're at a job i hope your job is going well and if you're not in any of those things you're just i don't know like just living vibing cool i hope you're doing well either way i hope our souls have been prospering over the summer and as we're entering into autumn and heading towards the end of 2022 which is really like wow genuinely like it feels like 2022 has gone so quickly but I've literally said this pretty much every year for the past like six years like oh this year has gone so quickly so I wonder if you feel the same way like I know it's not just me that feels like the years are just flying by but that's another topic but yeah um I put out a playlist on no, I don't know the date, but like in September, just of songs from my summer, songs I really enjoyed, songs that really um kind of represent where I was during the summer and what I was doing in terms of like my faith journey, in terms of my Christian walk, as I like to put it. So that was a thing I was doing over summer. I also uh tried to like post a lot more on my blog. If you don't know, I have a blog. It's on Instagram. It's been renamed now. It's no longer Jesus is Loved at 316. It's now The Shining Light Prose. I thought, hey, there's a, like, I think maybe I'll go into more detail on the blog one day. But for now, yeah, it's been renamed to The Shining Light Prose. It's also in the bio of the podcast Instagram. And I might, I'll probably put it in like the episode description so you can find all that information there. So I've been posting more they're just like genuinely it's just a place to share what I'm learning in my Christian walk like that's it just encourage people to know God to know salvation to know Jesus like yeah but it's just the place where I just share like what's on my heart and what good God has put on my heart and just things I want people to know and things I think will encourage people and like any kind of thing I've learned that I think like hey this will be helpful for other people to know that's mostly where I post stuff so yeah if I'm not like posting on the podcast Instagram it's probably because I'm posting there so yeah it's a lovely community of people that just want to learn more about God so if you would like to follow us and follow a bit more of what I'm learning in my faith because I know I don't put out an episode like every day or every week or apparently every month but if you would like to know a little bit more about what I'm learning in my faith uh, follow at Shining Like Crows
so yes that um playlist like i was talking about will be i don't know where it will be it's on spotify um type in the shining light podcast summer 22 or if you listen to like my first reflections episode which is like episode 20 or episode 21 and i put up playlists then around that time as well so if you click on that playlist you should also find the other playlist you're you're all tech savvy i'm sure you'll figure it out but yeah i put a playlist from the summer it's like 20 songs or something not very long it's about an hour and a bit long but it's a very nice playlist i love the songs obviously i'm biased but they're great songs Anyway, that has been a very long intro. Let's go on to the episode. So, shining light on the fruits of the spirit. Let's just pray before we start. In Jesus' name, God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this episode. Thank you that I am back again recording another episode. I pray that as we go into the episode that you give us all wisdom and understanding. Help me to speak what you want me to speak. Help me to say what you want me to say and help me to speak with the wisdom you've given me and wisdom from above, not from my own heart, not from my own mind, but from you and from you alone in Jesus' name. And let your name be glorified through this episode in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's get started. Okay, so as you can tell, I'm very excited to be back. I don't know if you can tell actually, maybe you can, but I'm very excited to be back um, recording more episodes, God willing, you know, we'll be a bit more like present with the podcast and a bit less drop one and then leave, drop one and then leave. So yeah, let's see. Anyway, Galatians 5, 22 to 23 is the Bible passage of today. And as pretty much always, we're reading from the New King James Version. And that says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. So what does this mean? Right, so the fruit there are nine fruits of the spirit in the New King James Version that I've read. I've apparent I've seen online like someone talking about twelve fruits of the spirit. I don't know, but I've counted nine in my version. Maybe it depends on the version you're reading. But yeah, in this New King James Version I've seen nine, so that's what I'm gonna go with. So I've got nine fruits of the spirit here. And genuinely like generally how I would describe the fruits of the spirit. I would describe it as um, behaviours we are expected to, to exhibit, to show, to portray, to act in as children of God. So I'm going to say that again. Behaviours we are expected to exhibit as children of God. And I also put like a little caveat, or not even a caveat, I put a little like extension on that. And um, to say that they are behaviours that ensure that we're acting in a way reflective of Jesus. So I've got a couple of Bible verses to back this up. As you know, you know, this is a Christian podcast, always going to go back to the word. So Galatians 5.16 says, I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then Romans 8.5 is another verse that I use to kind of back up this. Um, what is it called? What did I just call it? De- definition. Yes. Romans 8.5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So what are the nine, not five, what are the nine fruits of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Okay, number one, love. Okay, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. I've done like a whole bunch of episodes literally just talking about love. Like I did three episodes, I think last year or so or earlier this year talking about love 
go and listen to those episodes if you'd like. But 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8, the biblical definition of love. I'm going to read it in New International Version. It says, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonour others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease, where there are tongues, they will be stilled, where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So that's love in a biblical sense. Yeah, I'm going to just try and speed through these definitions of what the fruits of the spirit are but yes love love is patient love is kind etc joy i'm gonna read from nehemiah 8 10 and that says i can find it oh my days where is nehemiah do you ever get when you're like i'm on my phone currently trying to look for the like i'm on the bible app and do you ever get like when you're looking for a bible verse like on the bible app you suddenly think like have i have i never seen this on the bible app before like you can't find the verse you're looking for basically that's just what was happening to me but yeah nehemiah 8 10 it says yeah i'm gonna read just the very last part of the very last sentence and that's that says do not sorrow for the joy of the lord is your strength so joy, what is joy? Joy is a state. It's not. A f- I don't think joy is necessarily a feeling. I think it's a state of being happy. And that feels very oxymoronic because I think a lot of times in things that I've heard anyway in like Christianity is like, you know, happiness is a, f- um, a fleet, what's it called? Like a, a feeling that can fade away. But joy is like a mind state. It's a heart posture. It's like, a place that you can rest in but I'm going to use one word to define another and I hope that this still makes it clear to you but I would say that joy is a state of being happy not by your own will and not by your own power not by your own means but just by God I think that true joy can only come from God and if you think about it if joy is a fruit of the spirit and God is one and you know the trinity exists so the Trinity is part of like who God, well no, the Holy Spirit is part of who God is, yes? So if the fruit of the Spirit, if one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy and the Spirit is part of God, then joy can only come from God. Imagine like a flow chart. So at the bottom, or yeah, imagine like a chart. So at the bottom is joy, and then above that is the Holy Spirit and above that is God. So using that, non-visual <laughs> representation joy can only come from god so yeah i think joy is something like a state of being so happy being so joyful being so you know, not being joy is a state of being joyful joy is a state of being so happy so content that can like in your in just where you are that can only come from god like a person who's just lost their job they may not be happy they probably won't be happy if they genuinely like the job but they can still feel joy because their joy when it comes from the Lord is not contingent on their circumstances. It's not contingent on what's happening about around them. It's dependent on God and it comes from God and God can never fail and God can never falter. Yes. So that's joy. Okay. Peace. Next one is peace. So we've covered love. We've covered joy. Now peace. And that is from psalm 42 verse 10 i wanted to know verse 11 
that says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my saviour and my God. Likewise with joy, I think peace is also, again, something that can only come from God, like true peace. And there's a Bible verse, again, that buttresses this, which is... Oh, I can't find it. What's it called? You know, there's this verse that says, um, not oh, peace that surpasses understanding. Yes. Okay. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So peace of God literally is something that the human mind can't comprehend. I don't know if you've ever been in that kind of situation where literally everything seems to be falling apart yet you still feel calm i think peace is of course all these things are non-physical and non-tangible feelings but i think peace is something that again we can't physically feel but i'm sure we've all experienced to a large degree and if you haven't um experienced true peace i pray that god does fill you with peace his peace that surpasses all understanding that is above our human comprehension i pray that he'll give it to you and give it to us all in jesus name but peace is just is like a state of being again being so content being so calm being so at rest within your spirit like your spirit is at rest and not in like a death kind of way because i know that's something like you know how you know, like rest like when people say that oh rest in peace or something this has gone really weird how people say like rest in peace like i'm not talking about that but it's sort of like you in our heart is like at rest it's at peace like again with that example of a person that's like lost their job it's like even though they've lost their job they still have peace because they know that god isn't finished with them or they know that god has something better in plan for them or they just know that god is good even if you don't think that like hey oh i know that oh, i may have lost this job in xyz company but tomorrow i'm gonna get a job in xyz company like sometimes it doesn't work like that look at job job didn't know what was going on with his life he just knew that hey things were going wrong yet he still trusted in god he still had hope in god because even when situations around us are bad god will always remain good so i think peace is about resting in or having that rest in your heart that hey even though things may be bad god is still good and even though things may be bad my my joy my um sense of rest is not contingent on those circumstances it comes from god and when god if god is the one that never fails then why should i be worried since god has never failed me i have no reason to fear okay so the next one is long suffering and long suffering i think is just patience it's just like you know this is new king james so they're going to do that kind of old english but yeah patience long suffering however you want to call it first corinthians 13 4 love is patient okay i want to touch on this one quickly i spoke about this in another episode about love but love is patient a quick side note but also relevant if I know like people are start like started school again in September I don't know again I don't know how old you are if you're listening to this episode but if you're like teenagery or young adulty love is patient take from that what you will love is patient love will wait lost will not 
and that's that. The next Bible verse I wanted to talk about in relation to patience is Psalm 130, verse 5. So patience is just like waiting, right? Like being, um, a lot of this has to do with contentment, apparently, according to me, Like, but being content with waiting, being content, not even, I don't, do you have to be content to be patient? I think it's more just so the act of waiting. But I think that does have to be some level of contentment with the waiting, with being patient because when you're patient it's like you know that something good is coming or something good will come up the end of it so have you ever heard of like the marshmallow test basically if you haven't it was like this thing this like experiment where um scientists or like sociologists put a marshmallow in front of toddlers and then they were like okay i'm gonna leave the room for five minutes if you do eat the marshmallow if you want to eat the marshmallow you can but if you wait for five minutes or however long it was if you wait for let's say five minutes when i come back you can have two marshmallows so some kids ate the marshmallow and they didn't get another one some kids waited and actually got two marshmallows and it's basically about this idea of instant gratification and i was listening to this sermon slash message yeah about how like in our uber eats amazon prime world it's really hard to not be instantly gratified sometimes but that's when things like the fruit of the spirit come in and another one I will talk about is self-control but that's where the fruits of the spirit come in and we need to be patient like God is not a genie God is not a magician you don't send him on an errand he's not a um a waiter he's not a maid (laughs) you know he's not an au pair he's even like if even if you think of God as your heavenly father which he is you're not gonna say to your dad oh dad I want new shoes for school I'm saying I'm doing a lot of school analogies because like um you know back to school season has kind of started so yeah if you like say to your dad oh I will need new school shoes I sincerely doubt that the very second you tell your dad oh I need new school shoes he's gonna run to the shops and say okay let me go and get my child new school shoes like he'll probably wait at least he'll have to either walk to the shops and you have to wait for him to walk to the shops or he'll drive in his car or take the bus or take a taxi or whatever and go to the shops and purchase the shoes and then bring them back to you. You're waiting while all of those things are happening, but you're waiting with that contentment that at the end of this, something good will happen. So that's what I would say patience is. It's like waiting, but with hope of a good end result. Okay, so Psalm 130 verse 5. In the New King James Version, that says, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I do hope. So patience, like I said, has this relation with hope, with contentment, that like, hey, even though I'm waiting, I have hope that a good result will come out of this. Yeah. Kindness is the next fruit of the Spirit. So we've covered four. We've covered love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Kindness is the next one. John fifteen twelve. that says... This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Just be kind. Like, it's very much easy in a tit-for-tat world to be like, oh, no, this person is rude to me, so I'm going to be rude to them. But think about it. What are the fruits of the Spirit? They're behaviours we are expected to exhibit as children of God, and they are behaviours that ensure we are acting in a way reflective of Jesus. Would Jesus do tit-for-tat? No, he would not. Think about it. He, he was he was like spat on and he was beaten. Like he very much easily 
could have called it what is it that he said a legion of angels to save him was it when he was in yeah i think it was when he was in the garden of gethsemane and was about to be taken away like he had just been betrayed by what's his name he had just been betrayed by judas and then he was like to peter like oh if i could i could have called a legion of angels to um rescue me to help me i think yeah i'm not getting that mixed up right but you know what i'm talking about but basically like he's eight like he was very much able to destroy those people that were spitting on him and beating him and insulting him and all those things but he didn't he didn't do tit for tat and these fruits of the spirit are when i say tit for tat i mean like revenge i don't know if that's just like british i don't think that's british slang but if you're like not aware of what tit for tat means it's just like do it or it's like revenge basically vengeance so if the fruits of the spirit are a way of acting in a way reflective of jesus and jesus would not do tit for tat then we shouldn't do that either we should be kind we should and i know that it's really hard sometimes like genuinely i know especially when um like someone is just taking when they're just like taking them like they make like no like when they're actually doing the most and when they genuinely are just taking advantage it can be hard but that's firstly when you ask for strength from god when you ask for wisdom and when you pray that god will take away like remove from your life anything causing you distress i'm not saying that like oh if someone is just straight up being rude to you all the time you just stand there like a punching bag like no like don't fight them i'm not saying don't be violent or anything don't be rude but pray like god is able to change situations and of course stand up for yourself you know you're like i don't think it's a bad thing to stand up for yourself i don't think it's a bad thing to say like hey i don't like how you're speaking to me please don't speak to me like that but you can do this in like a kind way like you can do this without fighting them so yeah like but also you have a heavenly father you have a god who fights for you he fights on your behalf the mighty man in battle like if someone is disturbing you at your place of work at your place of school at your local supermarket like wherever if one of your neighbors is being rude to you just pray go to god and say god like this person is disturbing my peace you've promised me peace what is it that he says in his way he says the lord has not given me a spirit of fear or no i have not given you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind so you say you like repeat that word back to god and say god you've not given me a spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind god this person is disturbing my sound mind this person is disturbing my peace this person is disturbing i apologize for the sirens going past this person is disturbing my peace this person is disturbing my sound mind like lord take control of the situation for me and fight for me and remove every like irritator from around me and you'll see that he'll do something a change will occur like you just have to go to god with your prayer request but yeah but be kind yes that went on it didn't did it go on a tangent but be kind that's the priority that's the bottom line be kind in all these things that you're doing be kind like i said in a tip for tat world it's hard to do this but i think we all know what it means to be kind so be kind next one is goodness the next fruit of the spirit that i'm talking about is goodness and that i am using matthew 7 12 to talk about matthew 7 12 says in the new um pardon me in the new living translation it says do to others whatever you would like them to do to you 
Um, and it then says, this is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. So I just want to focus on that first sentence, which says, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. The golden rule. I'm sure we've heard of the golden rule. If you haven't, this is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Goodness. It's like it links with kindness a lot. I feel goodness because if you're being kind, you are acting in a good way, most likely. So, yeah, do to others. Like that would be my... That that's the Bible verse I would attach to the fruit of the spirit of goodness. Do to others as you would have them do unto you. If you don't want someone stepping on your shoes, don't step on their shoes. If you don't want someone to be rude to you, don't be rude to them. And that's not even, oh, let's say I'm person A and person B is right in front of me. It's not just about what I do to person B, it's also about what I do to person C and person D and person E and person F. Like it's not just about, oh, um, I'm going to only be kind to this person because I only want this person to be kind to me. No, you want all people to be kind to you, don't you? So be kind to all people. You want all people to be respectful to you, don't you? So be respectful to all people. Like, I learned recently that some of the jokes I was making, genuinely, it's not nice. Like, because then a similar thing, like a kind of similar or like jokes slash comments, right? Like jokes, comments, actions that I, were, that I was making, that I was doing were not nice because I was thinking like because the same kind of thing happened to me so I was making like certain kinds of like comments and jokes and like actions and stuff and I was like oh it's a joke it's not that deep it's not a big deal it's a joke it's a joke and then like a similar thing happened to me so like someone was kind of making those actions and stuff towards me or at least it felt like they were and then I was like I do not like this at all this has made me super uncomfortable like I do not like this then like God was really opening my eyes being like okay but you're saying you don't like it so why do you think that people wouldn't mind when you do it so this is what I'm saying like do unto others as you would have them do unto you because like you you don't like to be no one likes being made to feel uncomfortable no one likes to be made to feel unsafe no one likes to be made fun of no one likes to be made to feel small no one likes to be um have someone rude to them etc so don't do these things to other people if you don't want it to happen if you don't want people to act like that to you don't act like that to other people so be good be kind the next one is faithfulness so faithfulness is like trust loyalty all that jazz i did an episode like literally a whole episode about being faithful so listen to that if you would like some more um information about (laughs) information more like of what I have to say about faithfulness but yes trust loyalty trusting God being loyal to God but also like being loyal in what has been committed into your hands I saw this TikTok right and it was about like oh when I pray into like when I was what was it about i'm trying to like summarize it It was basically this person saying like oh they prayed so hard to get into university and then when they got to university they were like skipping lectures kind of thing or they like weren't taking their work seriously and like the episode about being faithful goes into much more detail about this but when i think something i will say is like when god has blessed you with something you've been praying for honor god by using that blessing or yeah by using that blessing well so if you've been praying to god for a new car and god finally blesses you with a new car take care of the car i'm not saying idolize the car don't idolize the car but like take care of the car um you know clean your car 
do the like i don't drive so like do the oil changes and that but you know if you drive you know what i'm talking about like take care of the car if god has given you a blessing honor god by being faithful with that blessing honor god by treating that blessing well yes the last two i'm talking about are gentleness and self-control so gentleness i would say is like moderation so this one i'm using first corinthians 6 12 to talk about that and first corinthians 6 12 says all things are lawful for me but all things are not helpful all things are lawful for me but i'll not be brought under the power of any but i'm going to specifically again talk about that first sentence all things are lawful for me but all things are not helpful so all things are lawful for me but not all things but all things are not helpful so all things are lawful for me but not all things are helpful moderation okay the way i would like to talk about moderation is you don't have to do the most and if you don't know what i mean by doing the most it's like you don't have to be extra and if you don't know what i mean by being extra i mean don't go over the top okay like i don't know how i'm not trying i'm not calling anyone out but like let's say for example you go to a party fine you go to a party let's say like your friend has a birthday party you go to the party da, 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 da. like you don't have to do the most have fun at the party you know if you want to dance dance if you want to eat eat if you want to um i don't know like have fun at the party. <laughs> yeah like have fun at the party right but like you don't have to do the most you don't have to go over the top you don't have to like eat all the food like gentleness moderation i would describe gentleness as being moderate as being like i'm not saying you have to be this silent figure that doesn't speak and is like you know always serious always in their bible oh don't talk to me you sinner kind of person like no i'm not saying do that obviously like have fun be yourself express yourself but like do it in like be moderate like you don't have to do the most and like just think is it necessary is this action necessary like again with the party example it's like if you're dancing it's like you you're obviously dance have fun do you you know have fun be a person be a normal human being that enjoys having fun yes but like if you're about to do a certain kind of dance think to yourself is it necessary think to yourself is it needed do i need to do this is it moderate is it gentle if no then you now have a choice to make should i still do this action anyway or should i leave it and just dance like a little bit less um i'm gonna use titus 2 to kind of help what i'm trying to say so titus 2 12 says in the esv like english standard version it says training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age so this is why i say gentleness ties in with self-control they are two separate um fruits of the spirit but just in the way i'm explaining it here i would link gentleness and self-control a lot like link them together and another one i'm going to another like bible verse i'm going to use to describe gentleness is first peter 5 8 that says be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may seeking whom he may devour 
so gentleness if you're if you're always doing the most you're not you're you're probably not sober-minded if you're always going over the top and being and doing too much you're probably not being sober-minded you're probably not with your um shall we say spiritual eyes I don't know like I'm trying to say if you're always doing the most you're probably letting your guard down too much and this world is evil like like this world has some strange and dangerous people in it and you genuinely need to know what you're doing in this day and age even if you're not a Christian listening to this you need to have your head on as you're going about this world you need to have your head on straight and correct as you're going through this world because the world is full of dangerous and wicked people this is not to scare you this is not to say oh the shining light podcaster don't go out the shining light podcaster don't do xyz i'm not saying that what i'm saying is if you are going to like you know do whatever like just in your day-to-day life and how you dress and how you eat and how you speak to people and how you act and how you behave at parties and how you have fun and how you let loose and whatever in however just think are you being moderate are you being gentle are you doing or are you doing too much that's the question are you doing too much because if you're doing too much you're likely not going to be watchful you're likely not going to be vigilant and when a person drops their vigilance especially when a christian drops their guard and drops their spiritual eyes it's so much more easy for the devil to have a place in their life now take from that what you will i'm not trying to at anyone i'm not trying to be rude to anyone but i'm just saying that when a person drops their guard drops their spiritual guide guard because they were like oh i was just having like oh i was just doing xyz you know it's just for fun or i'm just being like i'm not saying passing is bad i'm just using the party example because it's the first thing that came to mind but when a person drops their guide and drops their guard and you know welcomes anything and anyone into their lives like it's not the it's not safe it's not safe like i was watching a lot of tv shows over the summer i'm not sure what god was trying well evidently i do but i'm not sure what i was doing but that led me to watching all these tv shows or led to god making me watch all these tv shows but i was watching a lot of like shows on netflix and stuff and like the same message i kept getting was like don't allow strangers into your life anyhow and when i mean when i say that i mean Obviously, you know, a, a friend is at first a stranger. The friends I have, by the grace of God, they all started off as strangers to me, but we became friends by the grace of God. But when I say don't let strangers into your life anyhow, I mean, don't just let people into, <laughs> I literally mean don't let people into your life anyhow, as in don't just welcome people into your life anyhow. The Bible even says it, test all spirits. Where do, I'm trying to find the Bible there. Um, 1 John 4 1 it says dear friends do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world please 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 and please keep your spiritual guard up keep your guard up and when I say spiritual guard that would like it means keep your spirit aware that's when you need the infilling of the Holy Spirit and how do you like fill yourself with the Holy Spirit you pray you like you know when you're saved you become filled with the Holy Spirit but you have to um as you like grow in your relationship with God, these things like people like to call it like your spiritual antenna or whatever, like it will be more alert. 
So test every spirit. Don't let people into your lives anyhow, because there are there are false prophets. Many false prophets have gone out into the world. And that's to do with friends. That's to do with the sermons you listen to. That's to do with the churches you go to. That's to do with the worship festivals and worship concerts and stuff you go to. That's to do with the TV shows you watch, the movies you watch. Test every spirit because to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. There can be people out here saying, oh, they're Christian, they're Christian, but they deny the power of God. What is it? I think that's in First Timothy like having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof like test the spirit and that's not to say you know it's down to you to say whether this person will make heaven or not you just have to go to god god's not asking you for to like you know raise mountains up and do whatever to reach him or to have access to him or to be able to pray to him you just have to go to god and say god I have this new person in my life, whether that's a potential partner, potential friend, a potential business partner, potential whatever. Say, God, I have this new person in my life. If this person is from you, Lord, let them stay in my life. But if this person will negatively impact my life, or if I will negatively impact their lives, because, you know, sometimes we can negatively impact people too. Lord, don't let us stay in each other's lives. Like, I keep emphasising this prayer. I think I've said it in the past, like, two episodes or something, because it's so significant. And I know that it's so powerful. But don't let people into your lives anyhow. What does this have to do with gentleness? If you're not gentle, or if yeah, if you're not gentle, you'll just you'll you'll lack that kind of. I don't want. I'm not trying to sound like arrogant, but you'll lack that spiritual awareness because if you are not moderate, if you're not gentle, you're more likely to do the most. Yes, and when you're doing the most, that's when it's easier to just let anyone into your life anyhow and that can cause a whole host of problems so the next and final fruit the spirit i want to talk about is self-control so self-control i'm using first corinthians 9 25 to explain that and first corinthians 9 25 says in the esv version Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we are imperishable. So, first of all, every athlete athlete exercises self-control in all things. Self-control is just being able to literally control yourself. Like, this is why I say it links to gentleness, which I also described as moderation, because... If you have no self-control, you will not be gentle. If you have no self-control, and I think self-control is kind of like an overarching um, fruit of the spirit in that it relates to lots of the other fruits of the spirit. Because if you don't have self-control, you will easily rest in your feelings. And that means that when life is, can, when life, or if life crashes down or feels like it's crashing down, you will rest in those feelings that life is going bad. Therefore, you will not feel joy. Therefore, you will not allow yourself to rest in the truth of the joy of the Lord. You will not allow yourself to rest in the truth of the peace of the Lord. If you lack self-control, you will not to be gentle. If you lack self-control, you will always be doing the most whenever you go out. And that means that you will likely drop your spiritual guard. And as I have said, that is not a good thing to do. If you lack self-control, you will not be kind, you will not be patient. If you lack self-control, if someone is rude to you, you will instantly be rude back to them because you lack self-control. You lack the ability to just hold your lips and not talk. Like, if you lack self-control, like, I know this is sounding very lectury, and apologies if you're not a fan of that kind of podcast style. 
honestly, some of my some of the episodes are much more conversational than this. And I like to think that this episode is a bit more conversational, but we move. But if you think that I'm just like lecturing you, you know, this is just how the episode has come out. So yeah. So yes. Self-control. You need self-control. I need self-control. We all need self-control in this world. And this is why we need to ask God for the ability to have self-control. So that was like a quick rundown. Well, I say quick, that was 40 minutes or so, like about 40 minutes, but that was a rundown of the fruits of the spirit. So why are they important? The fruits of the spirit act as markers to show that you are a child of God. Since we've been filled with the Holy Spirit as children of God, we have to act in a way representative of that spirit of God. We have to act in a way representative of the Holy Spirit. And these behaviours, these nine characteristics characteristics help us to do that. So going back to Galatians 5, Galatians 5.25 says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we have been filled with the Holy Spirit and we claim to be children of God, we should walk with that Holy Spirit. We should go with the, with the leading of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will always lead us to do to act in these nine characteristics. But because we are human, because we are flesh, we will often try to do the works of the flesh will often try and do the opposite. So, yeah, <laughs> another point is that what, why the um, fruits of the Spirit are important is because they help us to stay in God. If we're acting in a loving way, we're acting in a joyful way, we're acting in a peaceful way, all of that jazz, then your inner spirit is probably at peace. Like, it's most your inner spirit will most likely be at peace. Like, have you ever had a really good day where it's like, oh, I was just, you know, that person that, um, let's say, the driver in front of me was being so rude, but, you know, I didn't react and I'm so proud of myself and I'm so grateful to God that he's given me the self-control to not react. Like, have you ever had those kind of days where it just feels like you were so good that day? And I know that, like, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, yes, for sure. Yes. But I think that there are some days when it's like... It just, it feels like everything just went well. It just feels like you were very, like you just did well today. Not by your strength, but by the grace of God. Yeah. And do you ever just feel like that joy and peace in yourself? And you're like, you're proud of yourself. You're so happy with how you're growing in Christ. You know, you didn't shout back at that driver that was honking their horn at you. You didn't talk back to that teacher that was being rude to you. You didn't like, you know, go back and forth with the shopkeeper that was being rude to you as well. All those kinds of things. And you just feel happy and peaceful. It's like your inner spirit is at peace. But And when your inner spirit is at peace, it's like, again, that spiritual antenna is more attuned to hearing from God. You're more likely to receive messages from God. You're more likely to be filled with the spirit, like to be filled with um, knowledge from God and all those things. And that's great. And that shows how the fruits of the spirit, when we keep them and when we act in them and when we go with them, they help us to stay in God. But if we're acting in a way that is not of God, we likely will not feel that peace. If you've been lying all day and like um, being rude all day and all these things, like if you've ever had these kinds of days where you're just not on it, (laughs) like literally you're just... If you've ever had these days where you've just sinned and you know you've sinned and you've sinned badly, like, you know how your spirit feels, like, kind of broken inside because you feel so ashamed, you feel so uneasy, and it's so difficult to even hear from God. And even though God is gently beckoning on you to be like, listen, it's okay, if he comes to me, like, I'll forgive you, and you just don't want to hear it because you're like, no, I've messed up, I've messed up. It's like, that's evidence that when you 
walk in a way contrary to the fruits of the spirit, you're less likely to stay close with God. So that's another reason why it's so important, why the fruits of the spirit are so important, not only because they show that we're children of God, but because they also, I think they also help us stay in God. So how can we express these fruits of the spirit? So fruit is a benefit. If an apple grows on an apple tree, it's a benefit of having the apple tree, you get apples. So fruit is a a benefit, it's a positive growth. So my kind of guiding principles for how we can express these fruits of the spirit is to ensure that your actions are having a positive impact. So in what you say, in what you hear, in what you act, like in how you act, just make sure that whatever you're doing, it's having a positive impact. So if you're speaking, make sure that what you're saying is nice, as it says in Ephesians, Ephesians 4 29 it says do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen is what you're saying helpful is what you're saying kind if it is helpful and if it is kind say it you know if it's going to build other people up say it but if it's not going to do those things if it's going to tear people down if it's not going to positively impact someone's life don't say it and that doesn't mean you can only say kind things because I think actually let me not say that but it doesn't mean that like you only have to say things that will be pleasing to hear because sometimes you need to tell a friend like hey you're on the wrong path you need to change and that word will positively impact that that friend's life but it will not be nice to hear no one wants to hear that they're going wrong right so the irony of saying wrong right no one wants to hear that they're going wrong but you telling your friend like hey that you know you're on the wrong path you need to change that will positively impact them so when i say like be careful of what you're saying and ensure that what your word that your actions your words are having a positive impact yes that's important but that positive impact will not always feel positive in the first instance as i've explained through that example of like telling you know telling a friend that they need to change their ways and also matthew 12 36 is another one to um, another like Bible verse, I keep saying another one, <laughs> another Bible verse to use when it comes to especially being careful of what you're saying. It says, For I say to you that every, for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. If you've watched Loki, like the Marvel show, there was a scene where like Loki was in the. So I didn't finish watching the show, but I also remember seeing this as a meme. There was like Loki was in the Time Travelers, like. I don't know, office, and then whatever he was saying was being like printed out, and then someone was like, oh, that's how I imagine this verse to work in person. I don't know if that's how it works. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry. But basically, it's just like, this verse to me says that we do have to like, give account, i.e. explain, quote unquote, explain to God every idle word we speak. And what are idle words? In another version, it says that in the easy English Bible version it says I tell you this one day God will judge everybody on that day he'll ask you about every useless word that you have spoken so those useless words i.e swear words sometimes I still do struggle with swearing I do I don't like to swear but sometimes I do struggle with swearing especially when it comes to like joking it's like it's not a good thing but God will help me but like it's a useless word swears are not necessary they don't, I know it's like, oh, it just makes the joke funnier. And it's like, okay, but it's not, necess- it's not necessary. 
So that's something for me to work on. You know, it's a useless word. And I will have to, according to the spirits, have to give account for that. And I pray that, you know, God shows us mercy, shows me mercy. But yeah, like, just think those useless words, those idle words, you have to give account for it. So make sure you're saying positive things and make sure your actions are having a positive impact because at the end of the day the fruits of the spirit are evidence of the positive impacts of being in the spirit of being children of god of being filled with the holy spirit therefore we also want to ensure that our actions as we are acting in the fruits of the spirit are having positive impacts on people so yes thank you very much for listening to this episode i feel like i sped through this episode but it's kind of a long longish episode but yeah, um, it's nice to be recording again. I was originally going to make this a two-part episode, but I feel like it's very much not necessary. But I pray that God gives us the strength to act in the fruits of the Spirit and he helps us wherever, like whichever specific one we are lacking, that he gives us the grace to act in the fruits of the Spirit. And I pray that he continues to fill us with us with his Spirit, continues to give us the Spirit of Wisdom, the spirit of discernment and continues to make us make our spirits in tune with his in jesus name have a wonderful day wherever you are and remember to thank you for listening thank you for listening of course and remember to keep shining your light